Welcome everybody to another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If y'all are enjoying your day, sweet. If not, well, it's that time again, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know what time it is because you can tell by the title it's another WWE sl- Saturday Morning Slam review and my god was this bad. The theme they tried to go through with this episode was about health and fitness. Yeah, something I'm probably not the one that can relate to any of this stuff for a myriad of reasons. But anyway, the show starts right off the bat with a match. We get Santino Marilla versus Heath Slater and The Miz is on commentary. Kill me, please. Anyway, this match, I'm going to say right off the bat, is one of the worst matches I've ever seen. Because it was just, like, pointless and comedy done poorly. So Santino is goofing off, acting like a martial arts expert, like strikes and hits and everything, and probably in reminiscent to what his character was in OVW, but he's just like, oh, karate kick, oh, and Slater's avoiding it, Santino's getting ready to do the Cobra strike without the kind of like sleeve on, and, Saint- and Slater's just running around like, oh, oh, run away, it's like, it's not a real snake, you idiot. So, like, then they finally try to get into some action. They do that whole stalemate spot where they both kind of connect with a shoulder block, like, running into each other. And Slater does his whole one-man band guitar taunt, and Santino's doing that cringeworthy trombone celebration, which I hate. It's just, like, it looks so pointless. Then they do it again with the collision, and then they steal each other's taunt. So, Santino's trying to do the guitar thing, Slater's doing the trombone, and then... They do this whole back and forth shit about doing air instruments like a keyboard or a flute or a harmonica or a cello and they try dancing. It's like, what the hell? Like, I get it, this is a G-rated show, but it looks so stupid. Like, oh my god. I don't even know what to think. They go to a commercial because it's pointless. They come back and for some reason they have a moment where Santino's in the corner and Slayer's trying to do the whole shoulder charge where like he rammed the shoulder into the gut of the opponent kind of like how rvd would but for some reason the camera cuts away during all that and shows the miz and josh matthews on commentary it's like the camera the camera cuts they do it's supposed to happen when there's they don't want to show something because it's too violent like a shot to the head or the neck but that didn't happen here so it's like what was the camera cut for and Slater's wasting time getting body scissors on santino a couple times and the first time he santino breaks out of it he breaks it up by tickling Slater's armpits to get out of the hold after he gets from his back onto his stomach. It's like, really? That's an escape? You just tickle somebody? That works if it's two kids wrestling together, but you're both adults, please. Anyway, so Santino hits getting his comeback, the whole lame hip toss head butt, putting on the condom thing, trying to go for the Cobra. He's missing multiple times. Slater's trying to fight it off. And Santino's like, okay, I know hit your neck. I hit your knee. So he hits Slater in the knee, and Slater is selling it like he got freaking kicked in the shin. Like, oh, my God. And then Santino gets the schoolboy rolled for the win. My God, did this match blow chunks. It's like this match did more blowing than the wind. Because it was that awful. Like, I get it. Kids are going to like stuff that's comedic, but you have to do comedy right, and this was not it. Okay, freaking the Gerald Briscoe Pat Patterson match from King of the Ring 2000 did better comedy than this. But it's it, this was just poor. I think this may have been the worst match I've seen so far out of all these Saturday morning slam reviews, and my brain has melted into mush because of it. 
Now the next part of the broadcast, they finally brought back the Fae Five, and they're talking to Cody Rhodes, who wanted to do a list on the top five vanity superstars. So superstars that are all about their appearance. Number five, they go with Lex Luger back when he did the whole narcissist gimmick at the beginning, 93. So it was before he did the whole Lex Express shit and riding on the bus. All hail the USA and all that garbage. Number four, Rick the Model Martel spraying arrogance and all that shit. That works. Rev Number three, ravishing Rick Rude with the whole tights and being like, if everybody can shut the fuck up so I can take off my robe. Like you need silence to strip. What, do you need to hear the ladies whistling or some shit? Number two, you got Shawn Michaels, of course, sexy boy. Sexy boy in the mirror and all that stuff. And then he puts himself in number one because at this point he was done doing the whole undashing gimmick. He was back to being standard Cody Rhodes. He's like, oh, remember this when I had a digital mirror that I looked into and I'm all about dashing. I'm surprised they didn't show those video clips when he used to do those dashing like, tips or whatever. It's like, oh, you got to play this cream on your face. Uh, just remember, do this, get rid of bags under your eyes. But don't put this on your face or else people are going to think it's blackface and then it's going to get brought back up on Twitter five years later and you're going to get canceled for it. I'm surprised he didn't bring that up. Now, they bring back the third degree. And for those who don't remember, third degree is their whole segment where they interview superstars about their about a specific question. And this question this time was, what was your favorite sport while you were growing up, like in high school? John Cena, he said football because he did that... When he was in high school and everything, it's like, all right, that's understandable, even though you probably weren't good at it. Daniel Bryan, he's saying that he doesn't have one, and then they're constantly cutting between him and other superstars. He's just listing off all these different sports and shit like football, basketball, baseball, competitive masturbation, and all that shit. And before he can give his answer, they're still going with other people. Kofi's saying he liked football, even though his hands were too small to play with. Beth Phoenix excelled in tennis. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Kalen likes soccer. Dolph Ziggler wrestling because he'd been doing that since college and everything like that. That works. And then Daniel Bryan said the number one thing he truly excelled in outside of all those other sports because he was amazing at everything else was table tennis. Okay. What, what is that? Is that even athletic? You just run back and forth and swing your arm and smack in a paddle against a ball rather than somebody's ass. Like, oh yeah, hardcore BDSM, bitch. Like, jeez, there, there's nothing special about that. How is that a quote-unquote sport? You're just a miniature version of tennis, although you don't have to keep running back and forth and keeping your cardio up. You're just at a standard table there. Now, we go back now to the pop quiz segment, or the first part of it, with Beth Phoenix asking, which WWE superstar won the first WWE Iron Man match? You got A, Stone Cold Steve Austin. B, Shawn Michaels, or C, Brett the Hitman Hart? Question? Well, the answer will come up after this next segment. Now we get back to the video vault, where they start showcasing some of WWE's most unique athletic titles. Some of these kind of make sense, some not so much. So first off, they remind us that Simon Dean, the former Nova in ECW, was the health guru with his whole Simon system. If they wanted to make something fun with this video package for Simon Dean, show the time that Batista kicked his ass while eating, while trying the product back in 2005. Like, getting all stronger and everything and then posing with the product. It's like, hey, look, you might want to try this because it'll help you beat the shit out of a health guru that's not going to be on paid programming anytime soon. Then you get the goon, the hockey player that we saw 
back in the mid-90s, so back when WWE was doing this whole part-time job, part-wrestler thing, and saying that he was kicked out of all of every hockey team he was part of, and he eventually got barred permanently from the WWF because he was too violent. No, because he sucked! Nobody's going to be relating to a hockey player unless you're into hockey. But no hockey nut, unless you're maybe Canadian, is going to be invested in wrestling. Like, Jesus. Then you had Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, the alter ego of the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Brawler. He's a baseball player, face painted like a baseball during the stinking baseball strike. Like, no. Like, thankfully, we haven't seen that character since, I think, the Raw 15th anniversary in late 2007. It, he's a guy who likes balls. No, nobody cares. And then the last one they showcased was Mr. Perfect, because he excelled at everything athletic. With bowling and diving or swimming or whatever the fuck. And basketball and golf. Everything. It's like, who better? And then we finally get the answer to the pop quiz. Oh yeah, Shawn Michaels. He won the first ever Iron Man match. Because Stone Cold was never in one. Brett lost to the one Iron Man match against Shawn Michaels in WrestleMania 12. So, yay, Shawn wins. Now, if you guys remember the last episode, I also mentioned that John Cena was going to be featured on this episode. And he did for outside of that third degree segment and he decided hey i'm gonna give you some health tips boop, 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 boop. so he's got three tips for children first off start every day with a healthy breakfast yeah that might work for kids but when i was a kid i never ate breakfast because i woke up and just went to school hungry because i gotta get to the bus because i didn't give a fuck probably went several years without a breakfast anyway number two be active so like take parts in sports and exercise Okay, what if the... Hold on, hold on a second. What if a kid that's listening to this advice that's watching the show right now is in a wheelchair? How's he going to take part in soccer? How's he going to exercise if he can't get on a treadmill? Eh, eh, you ain't thinking there. And number three, get a good night's rest. Well, what if a kid's an insomniac? What if he snorted up sugar like freaking cocaine up his nose the night before he's supposed to go to school? Is he really going to get a good night's rest? Probably not. I mean, kids are all actively hyper and everything like that, so if they're still hyper, they're going to have a hard time falling asleep afterwards, John. Think about that. So that whole theme, health and fitness for this episode, talking about sports and the health guru stuff and, oh, here's how you stay healthy. It's like, these things don't even apply to me because starting every day with a healthy breakfast, I can't really, quote-unquote, start the day because I work third shift. Be active? No, I'm not going to go around playing football and getting a concussion. And then get a good night's rest? Well, I sleep during the day and I'm in a, a very active insomniac. And so resting well is not an option. But this was just one weird episode. Because like I said, that Slater-Santino match was one of the worst matches I've seen. Like they try adding comedy and it did not work. The comedy stuff that you saw with R-Truth and Kofi a few weeks back against Epico and Primo did a better job with the little Jimmy stuff than this match overall. Like, who breaks a submission hold by tickling? That's stupid! Like, my God. But anyway, that's going to sell it for today's episode, folks. Let me know what you all thought in the comment section below. If you enjoyed today's episode, please remember to leave a like, subscribe to the bell, turn on if you're listening to this on YouTube. Or follow if you're listening to this on any other services podcast may be available on. And like I said, comment below what you thought of the basic review of this episode. I thought it wouldn't have had much because it felt like this episode flew by because it just started with action so fast. But it was stupid.
Edge, where are you at? I need uh, some advocate against all things stupid. Points to anybody who gets that reference. But anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out. And I think this episode is making my health fail to no end.